This is not at all about physical science anymore. It is all about politics of distribution of wealth. The green industry wants the money from the oil industry. I have Einar R. Bordewich here from Norway. Thank you for inviting me. And yeah, actually, I am from the northern part of Norway in, in from a small town called Andenes, where I was born. But now I'm living in the southern part of Norway in a place called Kragerø. And I like to, to look at myself as a multidisciplinary engineer because I have my first education was in this high power electricity systems and water turbine engines and that kind of what electricity power grids that we are mainly dependent on in, in Norway. And then I took a second education in computer science and, and in microelectronics and chips and stuff like that and programming language. And later on in my life, I had my third education in building engineering. So I was a project manager for, and have had my own companies in the building industry for quite a long time. And how did you get into climate realism? I think it's about five or six years ago back. So it's not so, not so very long, but I got interested in, because I always been interested in in astrophysics. I, I forgot to mention, I also have a, a little education in astrophysics from the university in Tromsø, actually. So I took one, one year of that. It was just a little class of that. But nonetheless, I am one of the few people that have looked at Pluto in real time through the telescope of the Grand Canarian Islands. Oh, very cool. But and are you connected with other climate realists over there right now in uh, Norway? Or? Yes, we are. The climate realists are a group of, yeah, what you call educated people that that write some papers about the climate and they publish a lot of stuff. But I have been working very close with them for, for man, quite many years. And I was together with the, with the leader of this climate realist, Morten Jødal. But he suddenly he passed away. He died due to some heart attack. So I was together with him. I was building up, and we we made actually a lot of this this web systems they had and this membership systems and everything. We he had a vision about it. So I was the guy that that made all this computer stuff and online stuff. And so I say quite connected, but. After he died, unfortunately, there were some people that did not like that uh, his vision, and they took over everything. And uh, so I'm not connected anymore with uh, with those people. Did you actually use, uh, lose work that was on the web, or were you able to uh, save the work that you had? No, everything is everything is demolished now. <laughs> it's taken away because they 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 wanted a t total uh, different approach to. Almost everything. Now your new site, though, is facta360.no? Yes, correct. Yeah. Yeah. And also so, your Twitter is facta360ny, right? I, I'll put these links in the show notes so people can find your stuff. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Yeah, very good. So I started this uh, this Facta360. I started this, I think it was five years ago. The, the first post was, was uh, published. And that was not initially meant for climate science only be, because it was meant for 
all kinds of uh, science, what I find interesting and, and peculiarly what's happening in the news front of science, because I, I love to keep me updated on the on the science part. And your website is translated into other languages, right? So I was on there, hopped on, and it translated it automatically to English. You have that set up? Yes, yes, yes. This is, this is the Google Translate plugin that just does the hard work automatically. So yeah, that's a fantastic system. On YouTube, you're at Facta360 as well, right? I, I couldn't uh, find... I couldn't find captions, though, for English there. I don't know if that's something that YouTube won't do yet. or uh... No, to, to make the captions for English, you have to write those, what you call these subscripts yourself. And that is a tremendous amount of work to do that. So that's out of my capacity totally. Yeah, I guess is the problem the same then for me if you were to go to my channel and try to get it to provide you with... I thought it shows some captions in non-English languages automatically from here in the U.S.? I need to check that to see if... Or, or yeah, does it, I, I have seen that English is normally translated automatically. You don't have to do anything. You just press the captions and then it's those are, I think it's RE systems do it for you automatically on the fly. And the man who passed away, he was a member of the CO2 coalition, right? I, think. I don't remember what kind of other memberships he had in other... But there is a, a close. There is always a close collaboration or, or, or cooperation between between those climate realists. Yes. And what would you say is going on with the climate realism in the general public in Norway? Are, are a lot of people are really believing that there is a climate crisis, or is there support for the fossil or hydrocarbon energy, or what's happening over there? I think most people, not not most, but many people are quite aware that this uh, climate, this is a climate scam and it's a total hoax, everything. A lot of people is aware of that, but still there is a lot of people that, and especially the young one, because the education system here has been totally corrupted with this uh, climate uh, dooms, uh, doomsayers and climate alarmists uh, that, that have changed the education books. So they are according to the IPCC prophecies. Because they, they, it's 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 now a total gospel and prophecies, what they uh, what they produce. So it's it's scaring to see. And I have people that have young children in in the tenth grade education that they are shocked when they read their books what they have today. Do you have any plans to try to combat that, or plans in yes. general? Yes, indeed. Okay. <laughs> that is, I am in cooperation, and I hope that my next interview on my channel in YouTube, Factor 360, will be with a professor that is called Stein Bergsmarks in Norway. He has gone through a lot of the books in Norway, and he has demolished almost everything. So, so there are so many claims that are false, that are misinformation. That this is totally wrong. What they are writing, it's only propaganda. That's what uh, that's what the, the children are learning today. So, so uh, it's scary, um, and we have to do what we can to fight that. Okay, is there any way to produce materials that can get into schools and show the other side of this in Norway? Or <laughs> no, at the moment, them them. Academia is also controlled by those who want this kind of politics. So, so today they, they, there is not one politician in, in the Norwegian government that is not adapting this same climate hysteria. So they are all, they are all in for it. And they are paying billions of, billions of crowns, Norwegian crowns, to, to try to, 
what you call fight this, you know, yeah, what, this uh, this solution about climate change. I was just reading, I think Norway has a sovereign wealth fund that funded by oil, but they're going to fire directors if they don't toe the line, the climate crisis line. Do you have any uh, details about that? Not directly, but I will not be surprised at all. Okay. Because that's that's is the general that is the general politics all over all over the line in in those uh, government institutions. Look at Peter Reid in Australia who got fired, and he, he started a lawsuit against against them. <laughs> so they, they, and, and yes, I know there is people in Norway that has been fired, or or if they are not directly fired, they are they are pushed aside. They are never going to advance. So if you don't do what the academia says you should do or behave, you will not get any positions or be, uh, yeah, you will not be implemented in the academia. You just exclude it. Are there any attempts over there to shut down farmers as in the Netherlands, or are they allowing still a hydrocarbon companies to operate or what's happening? Oh, it's not so severe that that it is in the Netherlands, but here we have these electricity cables that was established from Norway to Germany and to England. And as soon as those electricity cables came into the electricity skyrocket, the the prices skyrocket. And in in front of this, all of the institutions, including the, one of the greatest national inst- institutions called Sintef, assured the politicians and everybody else that the prices will not go up due to this one. But the, the, the price skyrocket and is now 700% or, or more up to what, it's, what it has been. Is, is that so, supposed to... Is that supposed to be wind power or what are the yes. <laughs> and that is uh, no, the power delivered to the European market is mainly from these hydroelectric power stations in Norway. But they, when they establish the market, they earn a lot of money by selling out. Uh, but then the farmers and everybody that are dependent on on electricity are now almost or, or many have gone bankrupt already or they are going bankrupt because the electricity electricity price are becoming so high they cannot afford it and because of the EU regulations and we are not in the EU but still we follow the EU regulations they have not been able to give what you call economic support to these these company these companies, only the the private people can have economic support. So now they now they pay what's called uh, if 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 the electricity bill goes over or the electricity price goes over a certain level, then they will cover ninety percent of what's over that level. But that is not included the transmission fee and the taxes and a lot of other stuff. So in reality, the, the, the government subsidizing the private sector now is approximate 50% in reality. Are, are there politicians that kind of side with you and are trying to restore sanity that you see in Norway? Yeah, I'm, I'm myself. I'm in the party called Norges Democrat. That is a politician party that, that totally want to set aside the Paris Agreement. And want, we want to demolish every wind turbine in all of Norway and do the restoration of the 
nature as best we can and get and get sanity back on track for the politics about the climate hysteria. How about solar panels in Norway? Have people put up a lot of those as solar facilities? Yeah, some new buildings, you see a lot of those solar panels. They are coming, especially here in the south. But uh, you must remember also that Norway is quite north. It's not the best place on earth to use solar panels. I have seen a lot of your of your podcast with the, the latest one with Ralph Ellis. The podcast you had, that was a fantastic interview. So oh. I've seen, I, I've been writing about quite a lot of your of, uh, your podcasts because I find the, the people you have there very interesting and yeah, those are good educated people, so and they have oh. <laughs> done a lot of research. So it's yeah. quite es- interesting. I tried to write a little a bit, a little bit about it, and uh, and then I link to link to your videos. Okay, yeah, thank you. I appreciate that support. Are, are you on, mm. on any other social media that I don't know about? I know about your website, your Twitter, and your YouTube. Anything else that I should be putting? Down in my show description. I have no, it's just link, LinkedIn. I'm actually writing an article about this greenhouse effect. And I have been reading and studying a little bit about this Joseph Postmas. Have you heard about him? I have, yeah. Yeah. And and his his angle, but he, I think he's working for NASA or something as an engineer there. So, and he is studying this, this energy calculation as so high have an eye, and I have seen that when they calculate the greenhouse effect, you'll probably heard that they end up at minus 18 degrees. And then you had to add 33 degrees, which is the greenhouse effect caused by these CO2 and water vapor molecules. But to calculate this minus, nine, no, minus 18 degrees, they have to use a law that is called the Stefan Boltzmann law, yes. and the, and they and they use this energy balance equation. And the and the funny thing with this is that they claim that this minus i eighteen degrees is without the atmosphere. So that when they add the atmosphere, you get plus thirty three degrees and then around fifteen degrees. But in the equation, when you take a look, they have included the albedo. And the albedo is then included in the albedo, where the sky, the clouds, are included. So they argue that the minus 18 is without the atmosphere, but the equation show that they have used the atmosphere uh, okay. to get to minus 18. So that is a logical trap. That's a logical error. And the next step is that the Stefan Boltzmann law was developed by Boltzmann when he studied physical objects, also hard surface objects. Recent studies or a lot of studies in, in the energy production for of heat when you are burning gas or oil or to produce steam or hot water, it shows that the Stefan Boltzmann law cannot be used on gases. It's not valid, not at all. It's it's so much off that is total waste of that law. And they have used that law for the atmosphere. So this whole calculation is 
in error on 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 the foundation is totally error what they have done and that at the moment i am writing a, an article about this because there, there is a lot of errors they have used in this uh, this basic calculations and they even you know in this Steph, stefan bulsmann's law there is also what you call an emissivity factor emissivity is almost like the opposite of what uh, albedo is you have absorbivity and uh, emissivity that's how much you ra radiate out so the stefan boltzmann law is also an idealized perfect black body radiation that's the foundation and the, when you do the calculation for a physical object that is of course not a ideal uh, black body perfect black body radiation so even there and they have set the emissivity of earth to one so if you set that to the actual emissivity what it should be about around uh, 0.6 you end up directly at 15 degree centigrade for the earth temperature so this is uh, they have used they have used the, the arguments they have are so wrong on so many, so many levels uh, that you, you won't believe it when you start to study this. And it's like like this, uh, Joseph Postma said that the, the energy equation is like you have the same amount of energy if you if you cook a turkey on on 50 degrees for eight hours, you have put in that is equal if you put the Turkey at uh, 200 degrees for two hours. The energy is actually equal, but do you get a Turkey <laughs> in the first example? No. <laughs> that's, and that's what the climate alarmist is saying. That's because they have in the energy dis distribution, they have spread the energy all over the earth and not on the, on, not on the equator top where the sun creates the intense energy and the intense climate that is able to drive the climate. Very interesting. You've watched a lot of the people on my podcast. Which ones do you think came closest to your thinking as to what's happening with the greenhouse effect, for example? Uh, oh, 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 I don't remember in, in the fact that I like yeah. the, the, this, this natural, I have studied two articles with about uh, this natural cyclus that is uh, Ralph Ellis. And it was one other guy there. I Wasn't Carl Otto Weiss? Carl Otto Weiss. Yes, correct. The, the German guy. And he has had this uh, natural, this natural cyclic events that they explain is what what they what I enjoy, enjoy the most. Then, have you looked into the work of Ned Nikoloff at all? He's going to make his yeah. case on my podcast upcoming sometime here. Very good because I looked into that work as well, and also this what you call him uh, Ned Nikoloff and Carl Seller. Yes, because they they have actually developed the. Their, their calculation based on auto-compression of this atmosphere. That is, they can calculate, and I wrote an article about that, and I did the calculation step by step, what they did, and if it, I find the exact same result. It is correct for 
for the Earth, it, it is correct for, for, Venus, for Venus, it is correct for Titan. It was a lot of those planets. And, and also, I think Jupiter at one atmosphere pressure, because they have there as well. So everywhere, when you have an atmosphere equal to, if you go to the depth of one atmosphere that is similar to the Earth, the calculation is correct. So, so they have reverse engineered, actually reverse engineered those calculations. Do you have any other observations on podcasts that I've had in terms of things you've totally disagreed with? Because no, people are saying so. all sorts of stuff or like Gerald Cutney, did you agree with everything he said? Or Gerald Cutney. I, I, I did that debate with him. I don't know if you saw that. I have invited all sorts of people that are totally on the other side, on the warmest side. He's the only one who said yes so far. So he came huh. on and said, of course, there's a climate crisis and because trust the experts. And I yes, it. yes, yes. I remember it now. Yes, I saw, I saw that one. I was, I was quite enjoying that one because, okay. <laughs> because the arguments are, are, they don't have real science arguments. It is only politics, what they are putting forward. So, so they, they are coming with what you call this clever word. Yeah, they, they twist everything. Yes. They, they even called Galileo, or, or, the, or he even called, I think it was him that called, yeah, those who refuted Einstein, those were, were the science deniers. <laughs> I guess, yeah. And, 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 those, who, and those, those who refuted, but, and those who refuted Galileo, those were the science deniers. So, 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 and we have always in this, in what you call it, in in this, in this game of of bringing science proof, we we have always identified ourselves with those on the fringe, on 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 the new, what those who are new thinkers and and create new solutions to 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 existing problems that that don't the 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 consensus don't see or they don't agree with it. So, so, so <laughs> that was funny to see that he, he twisted that totally around yeah. all the way. So uh, are, are you enjoying this climate fight or learning about the climate and doing your blogging or tw tweeting? Are, are you having fun with this? Yes, I, I do have fun with this because I enjoy in the one-to-one -one conversation also on the Facebook and the internet a lot because I write articles about your, your stories and I bought a lot of stories. I find them all over the world and I report it, report it and make my own opinions about it. And then I publish it in, in Norwegian for the Norwegian public. Are you heavily censored on Facebook or not? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I have noticed since I started the blog, when I started to write about climate change, I see that, uh, that what you call it, the statistics has gone way down. In, in the start, when I first I, I blogged about uh, Norwegian, what you call this, um, those famous party girls or something, yeah, those fashion girls, uh, totally different. Because she had said something about politics in Norway, and that was only um, emotional. So I criticized her. That was... <laughs> That was the, the article that, that got, I think I had 100 views per second. Per second? <laughs> <laughs> per second. That was enormous because she was a famous, she's called so Sophia Elisa. And, uh, and that was the most popular article because I, I, I attacked the emotional part of her, her expressions or her, her meanings. 
I thought you were just going to say you had 100 total views, but 100 per second is a totally different ballgame. Uh, so, yeah, it was totally insane that, uh, what that article generated. So, but, but no, when I publish an article today, I can get, I think, some articles are actually getting quite a lot of traction. So I have a, around three to 4,000 shares. I don't track how many views each article has. I cannot see that. Some articles gain, gain tractions, but mostly it's very hard to get the traction. You mentioned LinkedIn. Is there climate debate or sharing of climate information happening right now on LinkedIn, or is that all? Uh, no, 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 suppressed? no. That is all. All I don't. I, I have only thing I have done there is uh, is this uh, use this image in the top of my page there to to promote my my website fact.resxt. That's the only thing. So I don't I don't discuss there or nothing. Okay, I thought I heard that there was some censorship going on. Maybe Gregory Wrightstone. I heard something about censorship on LinkedIn. I have not been out there myself. I had a quite interesting article some time ago from this this guy who called himself 1000 Frolly, PhD. I don't think, you, have you heard about him? I have, and he is my podcast guest tomorrow. Ah, he's Robert, Ho- yeah. he's, he's yeah. Robert, Robert Holmes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ah, very good. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that guy because he, he developed, he is actually a, as I understand it, actually a mining, a mining expert of trade, but then he he took another education and he he now has the PhD in in I think it is in climate. He actually has it, and he has have written a one single formula calculation for the temperature, dependent only on the pressure, the Total density of the atmosphere, the sum of the the particles in, included, and this the gas constant, and I think one one more number. That's it, and that formula also works for all the planets, and also on 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 Earth, depending on what what height you 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 are in. So, for example, in Antarctica where it is 3,000 meters, the top of Antarctica, 3,000 meters up, that the calculation will be also correct for Antarctica. So that's an article I stumbled. He was one of the first I stumbled over in this climate when that got me thinking about what the hell is going on in this climate systems calculations. So okay. it's very interesting because if you substitute... Just if you double the CO2 in his calculation, you will get no effect at all, nothing. Uh, but in Venus, the CO2 is, all, is 90%. And CO2 molecules is so much heavier that, that there it will have a tremendous effect. So his calculation, when you put the density of the Venus atmosphere in his calculations, it comes out with the correct temperature. So, so only by the pressure and this constitution, also what the atmosphere is made of. All right. So and there's an there's an article that lays out this story, right? Yes, I have that article on my Factor Three Hundred and Sixty about his calculations, where I go through all of it step by step. Okay. Yeah, I'll look that up and I'll put that in the show notes here. And I need mm-hmm. to read that before I talk to him tomorrow. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Yeah. Asking him about that formula. I will, for sure, I will. 
I, I can send you the link. And, and then, by the way, if you have any hints as to who else you'd like to see on my podcast or like me to invite, I'll, I'm happy to invite anybody that makes sense to you. Oh, if I could, if I could hope for somebody, it must be Geir Hasnes. In he's a friend of mine here in Norway. He's also been together with me in this Klimarealistna. Uh, oh, so okay. I can I can send I can send him a warning and you a link. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you uh, can send me his email address or yes, some sort yes. of contact, great. I will say that uh, actually the the climate hysteria has come so long and is so developed now in the EU system and in the world that it is not it does not matter what kind of mathematical proof for or what kind of science we bring to the table. They will just push it away because this is not at all about physical science anymore. It is all about politics of distribution of wealth. They want they want the green the green industry want the money from the oil industry. That's that's the goal. And they have I also written an article here in Norway about will strictly I will call it a pure economic fascism that is coming and and the way the method they use now to implement their green agenda. They use science department in Norway called CICERO who is a government panel or a government institution. They established an international company that's called Green Cicero, I think it was. And they again are in cooperation with credit evaluation companies, credit companies that give credit score to company that is not green, or if they are green, they will get a good score. If they are not green, they will get a bad score. This company, I think it's S&P Global, is in a strategic partner of the World Economic Forum. So here you see the connections. They are crushing the economic side of the developing countries so they cannot get loan to finance their own energy development based on oil or gas. They will only be allowed to invest in solar panels and wind turbines, all kinds of shit like that. That is the agenda they have now. So this is this is serious business going going on quite, and it's called the green certificates that you have to buy those green certificates, and and the cost for the CO two is now going up and up and up. They are adjusting it up year by year, so it will be ever more expensive to use CO2. This is what I call fascist tyranny of the economic scale on companies today. We are not given free or we are not given the opportunity to have the, the cheapest electricity or cheapest energy that we can because the competition is taken out of it. This is now government control totally over, over the line. So that's why you, you cannot argue anymore with, with science, and that is totally uninteresting for them. They, they just shut you down. You are a denier. They shut you down and move on with their business and agenda. This is a redistribution of, of what you call it, uh, the free market. So it, it is a, it's a combination of uh, communism and fascism and the worst way, way you can see it. 
Like I say on Twitter uh, commonly that this is 100% scam and 0% science at this point. Yes, and, it is. But I, I am confident that scam can't go on forever. At some point, it, ha it has to crumble. I don't know when, but I, I am confident it will crumble at some point. It will, I'm sure. Or, and we have, of course, all of history behind us. When, But see, it takes time. This generation, no, it will be the next generation when... When the pain for this politics becomes so severe that people won't stand it anymore, but it must go, it must get worse, and I don't think this generation will 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 heal it. It will take one or two generation to to get rid of these we call it idiots that we have in in charge right now. That that is part of the politics. Part of the politics they are pushing the agenda. They are pushing. Yeah. One thing that I see that if you look at you know um, EU, what you call it, these goals, this agenda twenty thirty. Have you heard about that? I have. Yeah. The number one point in this agenda is get rid of poor people. That's number one. And number thirteen down the list. You have climate. And when last time did you hear about a billion dollar investment for the poor people around the world? When was that in media? That's the number one goal they have. That's not talked about, not at all. So, so the, the priority list, okay, we have a lot of problems in the world with poor people and education and stuff like that. When did you see education and health number one priority on this in the new pace newspaper around the world, like you see on the climate scam. Never, Good point. never talked about, and and no, and no money is going into that at all. They all push this agenda on on climate change. So that that is too bad. Yeah. What I heard about now is that this World Economic Forum they are investigating uh, how they can get us to eat bugs. Yeah, yeah. That, will, that will be the new. Uh, <laughs> and they, they have also, they have ideas for, for tracking each individual persons on those so-called CO2 footprints. And, and this means, this is, again, this is totally control of the individual people. They want to totally control you. And this, this is, this is those kind of attitudes, those kind of people that want this. Those people are the worst kind of people to have in power, because always, as histories has, have shown us, always, when when they have the best intentions in the mind. They want the best for everybody. Yes, they want to improve the world. That's what's create catastrophe for the world and for people. The best way to do it, I think it's Bjorn, Bjorn Lundborg have expressed it quite, quite well. I, I've seen a lot of presentations from Bjorn Lundborg. So that's one guy you should have on your podcast. Yeah. That is the real problem we have in, in, in the world are not addressed by addressing this climate. It is what kills people is is they have what, what, what killed the most people is that the fumes from burning of woods inside the house because they cannot afford electricity they cannot afford cleaner energy they have to burn wood and they, they when you when you smoke and inhale this this destroys 
make you sick or kills you on, in the long term. So, so the ability to give them free, not free, but, but the cheapest possible energy, whatever source, is the solution to, to solve poverty. Because you, they, they can even burn the brown coal and get the energy they needed so they can make a, make a, a plant. But we, and we can offer the, the cleaning, cleaning technology. So, so there is no real pollutions. Only what gets out is CO2. But they have defined that as a pollution. So they are not allowed to do that. Like a lot of country in Africa, they have millions of tons of, of coal they can they can harvest and use and get and get the, the people out of po- poverty. But they are denied that because of this this green agenda scam and the banks will not finance those energy systems for them. So they we we are damaging people around the world with this politics we have now. Yeah, I think it's straight up evil that Western do-gooders are denying hard hydrocarbon energy for Africans to try to prevent yes. bad weather. Just straight up evil. They're doing a terrible thing, and they think they're doing a good thing. A lot of them probably correct. believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally correct. Yeah. So, so again, if you have not had Lumborg, that's one I will recommend. He's fantastic. I've seen quite a lot of videos of him. All right. Yeah, I'll definitely have to invite him and see what he says. All right. <laughs> okay. Anything else before we wrap up? Oh, no, I think that's uh, that's what I had on my mind so far. All right. <laughs> so I'll let you go. Thank you very much. And I will talk to you next time. Einar R. Bordewich. Talk to you later. Bye. Thank you.